What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not another, another damn, damn podcast. podcast. Presented by our damn, damn selves. Self. You know it. Episode 29. 29, yeah. 29, whoop, whoop, 29, whoop, whoop. Mm. Okay, where'd that come from? <laughs> I'm trying to uh, bring some positivity from my <laughs> very negative weekend. Oh, ah, well, before we get <laughs> before into we that. Before we get into yeah. that, yes. We got to show love. J-Skull Fitness. J-Skull, yes. The first fitness belt that covers the entire midsection and provides 100% comfort during your workouts. Yep. Follow J-Skull Fitness on Instagram. Yes. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like I said, I'm trying to get my, turn my lemons into lemonade from mm. this weekend. Um, I was highly upset <laughs> Saturday. Well, you guys are going to hear this Monday, but this happened to me on Saturday. Um. So Saturday, uh, you know, the night before it snowed or whatever, we got our first accumulation of like real snow or whatever. So then Marcus had to go make a run and he was like, okay. He was like, "Um, I'll just clean up your car for you before I leave. And I said, cool. Mm -hmm. I had to clean up my car. So that's a good thing, you know. Husbands, do your duty, clean up your wife's car. Yeah. But <laughs> if you would, ladies, if you're with a guy that doesn't clean up your car, you should probably leave. <laughs> it's not a real rule. Right it now. is. Yeah. Like, yes, that's, yeah, you need to clean up your lady's car, fellas. Do it. That's dumpable. That's a dumpable offense. <laughs> dumpable <right there>. offense. <laughs> clean the car off, fellas. Because Don't uh, be a dick. <laughs> we actually had a play date scheduled for that day. Uh, me, Ari, and uh, my girlfriend, her two daughters. So we were going to go out and have a nice little play date. And uh, Marcus calls me and he's like, after he left, he's like, has your car always sounded like a lawnmower? And I'm like, uh-oh. I was like, a lawnmower? I was like, no. I was like, I drove it yesterday. It was fine. I parked my car. Um, After picking up Ari, everything was fine yesterday, Friday. Like, no, no. I was like, maybe uh, some snow got into the exhaust. So I said, because it was the first snow process. So maybe something got in and maybe that's what happened. He said, maybe. So then when I go downstairs to um, start my car, it sounds like a lawnmower. And I'm like, what the hell? Mm. And then I started driving, and then my check engine light comes on. I'm like, whoa. I was like, wait. I was like, time out. <laughs> time out. <laughs> and I had Ari strapped in the car. She's like, yeah, we about to go play day. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, wait, so we got to go to AutoZone first, baby. We got to get that diagnostic. I said, we got to see what's going on. Go over to AutoZone. They're like, oh, when I start the car, they're like, oh, it's your exhaust probably. And then when they ran the little codes, they're like, oh, yeah, they're like, uh, your oxygen sensor. I was like, okay. I was like, not the oh, worst too, news. Like I was like, whatever, not the worst news. So then I take it over to my mechanic, and as soon as I pull it in, they're like, they're like, that's your car, Sam? I was like, yeah. And then he was like, let, let me look, let me go look at your car. He goes and he looks and he's like, oh man, it's bad. I was like, what, what, what huh? Because I'm like, oh, two sister ain't nothing. I'm like, what, what happened? And he's like, pull it. He's like, he's like, uh, they got you. I was like, they got what? He was like, somebody stole your catalytic converter off your car. I've heard about that before. That happens, yeah. I never, um, never yeah. know anybody personally. It happened too, but so now you know someone. <laughs> yeah, I have heard of that. Uh, and still, and my thing. face just went, what? And he's like, pull it into the. He's like, I'm gonna pull it into the garage. So he put it up on the rack so I could see. Mm-hmm. He puts it up on the rack and I can see it. The whole piece is just missing, and you can see where they cut the wires. Mm-hmm. It's just missing. The shit's gone. So between me leaving my car part. Between me coming in like about six o'clock at night to the time I left in the morning, like eleven, somebody had 
apparently did that overnight. It had to be during overnights, obviously. Yeah, overnight. In the snow, you so you doing the fucking snow? Niggas don't give a it's shit. It's like what the? I'm like, but my thing. Ignorant. No snow don't stop niggas. I was like, what? The? Niggas gonna nig. <laughs> right. Niggas what gonna nig. Might get. And then when they came and the other guy who works in the garage, he's like, I didn't think they were still stealing Catholic convert. He's like, I didn't think they were still doing that. Because he was like, I know they were doing it before, but apparently people are still doing that. Yeah, I remember that was a thing a while back. And apparently somebody did it off my car. So then, of course, I called Marcus, like, right after. And Marcus is like, fucking niggas. Marcus is just going off. And I'm like, okay. And then he's like, well, uh, you know, obviously we got to take care of that or whatever. But um, it's not that my car is unsafe to drive, but it's just very loud. And, like, me, I'm bougie. I don't do raggedy cars. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's like... They told me, they was like, it would cost a little bit to fix it. They said, so what you can do, they say you can file a claim with your insurance. And they said that might be the best route. So that's why I did. I filed a claim with my insurance because mm. the cost of it is going to be more than deductible. It is. What sucks still is, yeah, premiums are going to go up. Yeah. But it's going to go down a little bit anyway because uh, I'm due up for um, renewal and I haven't been in accidents in over five years. So it's going to go down. Oh, yeah, it's probably going to balance back out. Anyway, yeah, it's probably going to balance back once out. Once every five years, it's not. Yeah, it's probably going to balance back out. So, yeah. But that was my weekend. And then I had to obviously go back home and then Ari started crying. She's like, oh, and she went to see her friends, and I'm like, I know, but I was like, I'm not driving this car out to the suburbs the way it sounded. So, yeah, but that was my Saturday, and that's why I was so pissy yesterday. Like, I know I was sending you the text, and you probably were looking like, what's wrong with her? <laughs> like, because I was kind of I don't pissy. Even remember what I was doing when you sent me the text. <laughs> I don't even remember. But, yeah, it's, yeah. So, just watch out. If that's a thing that's coming back or whatever just be mindful of that i mean like i said i don't know if it's coming well niggas aren't predictable yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but marcus was like he thinks it was just a chest and he said probably like you know random he, he was like probably your car he's like maybe somebody needed like you know they had the same car as you and then probably that was what it so was. i haven't heard of that in a while that's why it threw me yeah so really i was like yeah yeah. It's like but, back in the day, which is pretty much a non-factor now with like, like niggas stealing stereos. Like stereos, yeah. Because most people don't have stereos. Yeah, you just do factories cars, now. Like, yeah. yeah, everybody just has like the most, factory. Um, most modern vehicles have um nice stereos. They have nice, them, yeah. Like, and then they yeah. already have like the satellite and then all the so good people stuff. people aren't putting yeah. fucking Kenwoods in their car. Anymore. Pioneers. Pioneers. People don't really do that no With the, the yeah. detachable face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The catalytic converter was like after that, I would say, but um, yeah. still, it's still something that you don't hear a lot about. Yeah, but that was my interest in, so. Should I keep an eye on my caddy? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I can see it from the old <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, let's get right into this bullshit. Okay. Cool. Just some breaking news right here, I guess. Mm-hmm. Hannibal Burris. Huh? What happened with him? He was arrested on Saturday night in Miami, and um, the officer describes what exactly happened before the arrest with the comedian. He says that Hannibal approached him with bloodshot eyes. I'm reading this from TMZ, and a strong odor of alcohol oh, coming God. from his breath, and then asked him to call him an Uber. Officer says he refused, which caused Hannibal to become angry and belligerent. 
Mm. Cop goes on to say that Hannibal went inside of the bar, to which the cop says he asked Hannibal to leave since he was too drunk. Yeah. The two men then made it outside, and the officer says Hannibal continued to um, hurl profanities at him and cause the crowd to form. And that's when he was arrested. Yeah. Oh, Slapped wow. the cuffs on him. So. Disorderly conduct or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Here's what I feel about this, um, what I see. Like, Hannibal is probably trying to do the right thing because, like, he's too drunk to drive. He's, like, trying to get somebody to call him an Uber. But yeah. The cop probably was trying to calm him down, you know, when, you, they, when you're you, drunk. Especially yeah. Especially guys get a little, little, a little sauce in the middle. Yeah. Too much sauce. Too right? much sauce. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And then, like, he's like, oh, motherfucker, you know, like, yeah. he got loud. So the cop said, okay, yeah. Because everybody isn't the same kind of drunk. Some people are happy drunk. Some mm-hmm. people are flirty uh sexualized drunks mm-hmm. some people are angry drunks mm-hmm. everybody isn't the same type of drunk so yeah he probably like you said him calling the uber trying to get the uber called that was the right thing because whatever you do please do not drive yeah under the intoxication especially nowadays please like do say, not like, it's ride, share. ride share is easy. yeah like, you don't have to call a cab now right Just whip your phone out and, and say, you don't have to have like a friend uber. you don't have to have a friend like well you're the designated driver tonight you don't have to have that i mean if you happen that's to have the best some, way to go yeah if you happen you to have someone in your circle yeah get a ride because i've been the designated driver more than once because i don't drink so it's like I'd be like, hey, we're going to go hang out with Eric. It's designated driver. I'm like, like, I guess mm. Hannibal was by himself, apparently. Cause, like, yeah. If he had had his crew with him, like this probably wouldn't have happened. It would have wow. said, come on, this is good. It let's walked him away. Yeah. Epic mugshot, though. Yeah, that's Chi-Town, right? Yeah. Yeah, Chi-Town. Oh, yeah, because Marcus went to uh, SIU with him. Marcus knew him from SIU. Yeah, they went to SIU together. Right. Shout out to Hannibal. He has a mm-hmm. podcast as well, too. Yeah. I can't think of the name of it right now. I would shout it out, but I just can't think of the name of the Hannibal yeah. Burris podcast. All right, then. You know, we you know we keep on for Chi-Town. We, uh... All right, he's out on $500 bond, so it wasn't Hell a serious yeah, it wasn't, offense. yeah. It's just like... He, he just had to calm him, he he, had to calm him down. Sit him in the corner for a minute. Yeah, because it's like rather you do that than do the actual damage was to happen. Because like mm-hmm. when you start, like I mean, verbal insults is one thing, but when you start physically, you know, you start mm-hmm. hitting people, and that's when you go down a whole, you know, hole that you don't want to go down. Mm-hmm. Like I said, cursing is one thing because you're not actually physically putting any marks on people. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just kind of like irritating people when you're like cursing at them or being yeah. belligerent. But once you actually start swinging and pulling out weapons, then it's like, okay, now, yeah. now, now you, now got, it's a real crime. Real, now. now it's a real crime. Shit got real. <laughs> like other one, go sit in the corner. You know? uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, right, let him sober up for a few minutes. That's yeah, all, man. He like he probably bonded himself up to the five hundred. That's yeah. Like, I, I could bond myself <laughs> up on that shit. It's like I'm not trying to get arrested again. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we've already we talked about we've that. We've been on the down podcast. there. Once. We had to call me uh, on the suspended license bullshit. Yeah, we talked about that. Shout here. out yeah. the city of Monster, Indiana. <laughs> Fucking monster. <laughs> Fuck you, monster, Indiana. Who did it twice to you? <laughs> Fucking monster. Man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Speaking I'm of arrest, um, the uh, mom of a celebrity, according to TMZ Sports, what? Chris Bosch's mom, huh? is like, um, Mama out there getting arrested? suspected drug trafficking. It's like the police raided um Chris Bosch's mom's home um, after obtaining a search warrant and a drug trafficking investigation. Um, it says a bunch of evidence was seized from the home. Large amount of drug paraphernalia recovered and consistent with narcotics trafficking. So, 
Time his boss's mom is out there slinging like that. Time out. Ain't your son worth like how much? We just signed that huge contract with Miami. Like I know, um, they he got. I'm sure he probably got most of the money even with the buyout. Yes. Still. <laughs> okay. The thing is, it's like okay, fine line between if you are a huge celebrity, let's say if you acquire a hundred million dollars, whether yeah. it be through sports. Lottery, boss, acting. Well, I think his what, contract was over. I think it was one ten. Whatever the case may be, but let's say you acquire a large sum of money, a hundred million dollars. I feel is like that's a large sum of money. That's life changing. Set you up for life. That's life changing. Life altering money. Unless you're fucking Antoine Walker and shit. Yeah. That set you up for life. That just sets you up for life. So hundred So whether you acquire it through like if you did through film, through tech, through um, shout out Twine by the way. <laughs> yeah, shout out Twine. <laughs> <laughs> firing shots at one, but go ahead. <laughs> Through lottery, whatever the case may be, if you acquire that much money, you should be able to live the rest of your life off of it. And of course, the thing that everybody wants to do, like I said, is also the fine line. Like, yeah, okay, if mama, you know, mama struggle, mama and daddy struggle, you know, whatever, try and put you through college, whatever, and then you acquire this wealth, you want, okay, mama, daddy, you ain't got to worry about you got a house. Your bills are paid. Mm-hmm. Y'all good. You supposed to take care of your parents. Y'all good. What if the house you bought her was the one that she? Oh my god. Dope in. Oh my god. <laughs> so my thing is, if your son guess if she shut you, up for life, she's probably bored. She's like I need something. To no. Do. You go on a cruise ship and you go do shuffleboard. That's what you do, lady. You go travel like our mom does our a mom senior bus yeah, trip, you know. Tours, and our mom's gonna do a bus tour, and she's gonna watch some Tyler Perry. She's gonna watch Tyler That's Perry. What our mom's gonna do like when we set her up, and yeah. she's gonna go sing her karaoke. That's yeah. what she's gonna do. She's gonna go sing karaoke, take her um tours with the seniors, take and watch some, some fucking and watch Tyler, Tyler Perry. Perry. That's what she's gonna do. Mom ain't gonna be selling dope. And that's what you do, Mama. You you know you just sit in the corner. You be like, yeah, that's my baby. My baby out there. He the one. He was one of the big three. That's my baby. That's what you do, Mama. You have your proud Mama moment. You don't go out there slinging, Mama. No. Allegedly, um, crack cocaine and heroin will be attracted to the house and um, but no one has been arrested at this point. Crack cocaine. Oh my god. Probably coming though if they got all of this bullshit. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it. That's ridiculous. But, you know, you don't do that. Like, you get set up and, like, I always say the fine line. Like, obviously, you don't let people abuse it on you. Like, you always oh, don't. Fuck like, you just don't be buying, like, escalators for, like, everybody in your family. Like, you just don't. Oprah. Yeah, you, you just get don't go do that, right? You get an escalator. <laughs> Everyone gets escalators. Like, you don't want to go broke. You know, you don't want to do that. That's why I to Antoine Walker podcast. <laughs> We gotta get twine on this motherfucker. Yeah, we do. <laughs> just talk the whole lot of me about how do you lose a hundred million dollars in bankruptcy? That's the whole. That's the whole podcast there. But that's One education. But that's great there. education though, because it helps other people. Mm-hmm. You know, not. I think twine is doing that now. Like, yeah, he is. He's starting guys, to, yeah. You know, saying like, don't don't fuck up like I did. Don't be like me. Like you know, they like this is so and so. Don't be like so and so. You know the little thing on Facebook. Yeah. This is Twine. Don't do like Twine. Like mm-hmm. don't do like that. But it's a good tool to help educate someone. Like if you, you know, were here and then you went down, mm-hmm. you know, use your knowledge to empower someone else because mm-hmm. you can help somebody else from making the same mistakes that you made. Absolutely. So it's a good thing to do that. I feel it's a great thing. Oh boy. <clears throat> Do you want to stick with uh, sports still? Yeah, let's stay here. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Well, we'll start with Mr. Colin Kaepernick again. He's just having quite a year. It's the um, person of the year. What was it? Uh, well, he was in the run to be person to be Times time person of the year. Yeah, he was on he was one of the ten people. Yeah, one of the ten people listed. And I was like, it would have been freaking awesome if he were a guy. Because like Dollar Tree, you know, he would have lost his shit mm-hmm. if he got it. But Colin Kaepernick received the Sports Illustrated Muhammad Ali Legacy Award. And, the champ is here. and Beyonce presented him the award. Mm. So even I did see that. Yeah. More so, you got Beyonce and Queen B out there. Yeah. It. And this is what and oh the heads turned on that. The heads rolled off their necks on that one because of course as us the African American community were like yeah Slay B yeah Colin Kaepernick the capitalist was going both nuts. Huge names right yeah, now. Yeah, and then, you know it's like everybody. Beyonce's Beyonce and then Kaepernick, Kaepernick. Having a great year. He's having a great year. He is because for what he did, the bravery, like sacrificing your career. Yeah, because like for uh, a larger for purposes, his football career is over, over, but it doesn't even matter at this mm-hmm. point. Like this is bigger than this football. This is the bigger picture. And you have to sometimes make those decisions. Like um, a great um, unsung that I saw unsung Hollywood was when they had Dick Gregory. And he talked about that, like Mm -hmm. putting his career on the line for social injustice. It's like it's a bigger picture. It's like I'm not going to compromise my beliefs, my morals, just so I can get make check, it. Yeah. Just so I can get yeah. a check. I'm going to speak it's out against this. Unfortunately, a lot of us, are, as black people, have to do that. Yes. You have to compromise. You have to compromise. To get your check. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's very courageous when people step out and they do it. So, mm-hmm. for Kaepernick to receive the Muhammad Ali Legacy Award, I think it was very fitting. They even had his daughter, Miss Layla, Talking about it on TV, they asked her about it, and she said that she thinks it's great that he got um that he got the award. But I mean, like she said, like like let's not go crazy. Let's not say he's you know this generation's Muhammad Ali. Oh, he's not because people are trying to say he. And she's like, whoa, keep it one hundred. She's like, he's not this I, generation. Whenever I talk about Kappa, no. I always keep she's it She's like, he's not this generation's Muhammad Ali. She said, but I am happy that he received the legacy Until, award. Um, 2016, like when um uh-huh. when he started taking the knees, I I can go on record. I've gone on record on this podcast. Yeah, wasn't a fan. Uh-huh. Like always, I never thought Cap was anything special. So you as thought a he was player. average. Yeah, wasn't a fan. Yeah, you man. thought he was average. Like I said, I really don't watch. I'm a casual watcher of football, so it's like I. So I'm not gonna lie you know. and sit here and um say I'm been there day one. It's like yeah, uh-huh. this is a pretty new for me. Like me, like being a fan of Colin Kaepernick is new, uh-huh. and it has nothing to do with football. Yeah. Like what he's doing as a man off the field. Mm-hmm. Like you respect everything that he's doing. So for him to get So like Layla was right with what she yeah, said. Yeah, for him to get that, this it's award, like, yeah. it's very it's very good to see him to have this year, especially all the backlash that he's received. And despite of all the negativity, he's still getting all these accolades. Mm-hmm. No matter how much you throw in all this shade, you throw in all this negativity to this man, and this man just still keeps on rising. He just keeps on rising. So the heads of the tiki torchers, oh, <laughs> they was fuck rolling. Fuck <laughs> they was all so bad. They're like, so uh, I bet Muhammad Ali is rolling over in his grave. Time out. I was like, do you even know what Muhammad Ali? Yeah, obviously, you even probably, know his it's, legacy. It's probably a young tiki torture too. Do you even know Muhammad Ali's legacy? If you know that Muhammad Ali did the same shit. Yes, yeah, for Vietnam. Yeah, he got stripped of the heavyweight title on principle. Mm-hmm. 
because of that, because he said, I'm not going I'm not into going the fucking to draft. Because he said... This is when the draft was around. Right. Man. Like, now we don't have that problem. Well, I don't have it either because I'm old. But yeah, <laughs> like, the young guys now, like, don't have that problem. Like, there's no fucking draft. It's like, right. like these, like, the um the service now is voluntary. Voluntary, You right. volunteer. Like, you don't get drafted. Back then, you got drafted. You had to get drafted. You got that letter. You had to fucking you go. You had to go. So, yeah. Unless what you hide say? in Canada, which a lot of people did that back in the day. Yeah, Rick James did that, they said, mm-hmm. on his own son. Yeah, yeah. he did that. <laughs> Born in Canada, bitch. <laughs> he Why changed. Do James Chappelle? Rick James. <laughs> that's what happened because it was like he changed. His, that's when he changed his name. That's when he Rick became James, Rick James because yeah. he was. I don't know what his government James is, but he, Johnson. He I think is his, his name or something. Name after yeah. That shit. And that's when he did. He hid in Canada. He changed his name mm-hmm. to Rick James. Yeah, Cass did that back in the day. Yeah. yeah. And Muhammad Ali wasn't. He wasn't running. He just said, yeah. "I'm not he going." Said, I'm to not be going. <laughs> Because he Fuck said, that, this yeah. isn't my, he said, well, we should never be over there. Because he was right. He said, we should have never been over there. In hindsight, there. Um, most people, <laughs> historians do agree about that now. I know I'm getting a little nerdy, but like. Yeah, go ahead. Most people do look back on their war and say, yeah, that was dumb and shit. Like, right. We should have never like, been yeah, over there. That's what. um. Like, why were we even in, why even, were we even, even in war, now? but I'm still saying that now. It's like, say, ah, we should, that was fucked up. We I mean, obviously, it was before we were born, obviously. Way before, way before we both born. of us was born, but. You know, like from the footage that I have seen, the little bit that I do know about now, like I've read in some text. It wasn't America's business. It's like, yeah, I, I saw like, dead presidents. Yeah, that was going on over right. there. America decided right. to stick their nose in and then, like, got a bunch of um, American soldiers killed for nothing. Right. And then all That's the, like the story I know. And then at the PTSD, a lot of that started yeah. happening because they portrayed that a lot in dead presidents. Like, when yeah. he came well, back. Yeah. And then even, like, um, Chris Tucker's character and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, they had a lot of issues. Bokeem, Woodbine. Yeah, they all had PTSD. Yeah, they all had PTSD. And it was like, it wasn't a thing that was diagnosed back then because in the 70s, you don't know what that is. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, he just wild. And you just think that, oh, he just crazy. He just yeah. touched. And it's like, no, he has PTSD. So, mm-hmm. right. But we just kind of stuck our nose in as Americans where it didn't need to go. And Muhammad Ali was like, he wasn't going for that. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to. He's like, no, I'm I'm good. Like, I'm not I'm not going over there. You got put on trial, stripped of his title, mm-hmm. all of that shit. Yeah. yeah. So when people say that Muhammad Ali this and that, it's like you're disrespecting yeah. him. It's Muhammad a disrespect Ali was him. taking these before Colin Kaepernick was even born. Born, exactly. So shut the fuck up, Tiki Torture. Right. It's like learn your history first before you start trying to like rewrite it. Like mm-hmm. at least know what your history is. But I'm glad that Kaepernick did receive the um, the Legacy Award. That's awesome. Man. It is. And then if we do want to keep on going with them, since I did bring up the time person of the year, uh-huh. all the people that were on the list, it was like everybody was like kind of interesting with it because it, they had um, Kim Jong-un. They had him oh, on there. North Korea. They had that Donald fucking, Trump. They Kim had, Jong-un watched that. Book. Yeah, they had Colin Kaepernick. Um but the person it's crazy that he beat all of, like those were some heavy hitters for 2017. I mean Trump, Kim Jong Un is like that's some fucking yeah, but, heavy hitters like for Cap to beat like especially to be, to be in that company yeah to be in that company this person of the year is be, pretty phenomenal. Well, he didn't meet person of the year. Kaepernick didn't get time person of the year. You know who got ah uh, oh, okay I thought yeah we see I'm I'm too confused when we talking about the sports illustration. Yeah, you know who got he's, person of the year. He's in the conversation. He was in the conversation, but for him got to you. be in that conversation was like huge. But the person of the year, well, it was actually persons of the year. And this made me go like, maybe it's a change on the front. Maybe the tie is about to turn. 
the persons of the year were the women. It's called the silence breakers. The women who came for it and did the Me Too campaign. They got persons of the year. And I was like, that speaks volumes to what that ball rolling for that speaks volumes. That speaks volumes to what we're how we're gonna end twenty seventeen. So, cause when I saw that, I was like, the silence breaker hashtag me too. I was like, they got person of the year. <gasps> My mouth just dropped. I'm cool with that. I thought you were gonna say some dumb shit at first. No. One year when they um, Time Magazine said the person of the year, and it was like a little mirror in there, so basically saying you're the person of the year. I'm like, oh, that's crazy. that's a participation <laughs> trophy. <laughs> <That was> corny. <laughs> Because it was like the magazine had a picture. It was like a little mirror a little on the mirror. cover of the magazine. But isn't <laughs> but that like that? Like, oh, here's your participation trophy. Yeah. You know, you, did actually, you actually did win. Everyone's person, you person win, of the year. We I forgot what it, year they did, but they really did. We're going to give it so you won't cry and you won't feel <laughs> left out. Yeah, that's whack. But the fact that I saw that that campaign got it, that speaks volumes as to where... 2017 is going to end and carry over into 2018, 19, 20. I believe this shit is just future. getting started with um these claims and um exactly. allegations or these harassment claims. I think mm-hmm. it's just we just it's just the tip of the iceberg. It is. Like people think that um, Pandora's box. We haven't open. even seen the biggest shit yet. I don't think mm-hmm. it's just getting started. It's just getting started. But for that to be persons of the year, I was so happy to see that because. It takes one person to come forward. Mm-hmm. You have to have that one person who stands up and says, hey, this happened, this happened, and then you have other people, okay, this happened to me. This happened to me. It's so dope this happened this to podcast me. all this happened to me. like that because what we started talking about with Hannibal Burris, and he was the guy that basically broke the original Bill Cosby Yeah. Story. And now we're back right where we are like with this. Like cause Cosby was the first one when people started revolution, really right? paying attention to like um with the sexual like allegations What's going on with stuff. this, yeah. And then Weinstein took it next level and shit. Like mm-hmm. this year and now is just huge. It's like with the Time magazine and but um the the only criticism that I do have about them not about them doing the Me Too campaign as a person's noticeably absent they had they uh didn't have Tarana Burke on there and she originally was the person who started the Why Me Too you? no she started oh. the Me Too campaign it was a woman she did this over ten years ago a okay. black woman. And she started, it was like, it wasn't called the Me Too yet. It wasn't called this, but she spoke out about sexual harassment in the workplace. And she was the first person to do it. But now it's like somebody else like took it and they made a hashtag Me Too and everything. But the good thing is that um, I think Alyssa Milano, when she started doing her hashtag Me Too at Mm -hmm. first, um, she wasn't given the credit to uh, Tarana Burt, but then once it got out that okay, like a black woman did this ten years ago, so now like and uh, I get it because she acknowledges um, that you know it was her. A, a celebrity is involved in Alyssa right. Milano's a list celebrity, so right. like um mm-hmm. she talks about it, it's gonna get attention. Mm-hmm. So like which is why um the other woman didn't get any right. attention because like, that's Alyssa Milano. Like mm-hmm. so when she like talks about this. Then that's when it went viral after that. But that's the only thing is that I wish that they would have involved her and had her on the cover with these other women. Like they should have had mm-hmm. Tarana Burke on there because this actually was her thing that she started ten years ago. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's the only thing that I say. But you know, big ups to like 2017 for doing it right. I mean, like we talked about last week with the Grammy nominations, like Grammy so black. Mm-hmm. Now yeah, hashtag Grammy so black. <laughs> Grammy so black. Um. <laughs> 
We had, uh, you know, so like the Me Too campaign got Persons of the Year. So it shows that progress is happening. In the end, the progressives always win. Which Whether is why the Tiki Torch is full of shit. It's like, because eventually, guess what? All of them motherfuckers die off little by little. Mm-hmm. That's why progress always ends. Sometimes progress takes time. I get it. It does. It's like, um, stuff doesn't change overnight. It doesn't. But in the end, if you just wait long enough, like the progressives always beat out the tiki torture mm-hmm. because of that. Because the tiki torturers, that side, they want to stay in the old ways and shit. Like, and yeah, well, back in my day, and um, leave it to Beaver, but they don't know that it was, glad right. you brought, know that it was blatant racism I'm back so then. I'm so glad that you <laughs> brought that the up. Good old days and because all that uh, you saw uh, Mr. Roy Moore's comment uh, yeah. that came out. I was going to go there with Roy Moore, yeah. but before you go there, oh, okay. with his ass, let's just talk about. Um, you know, one of the um, uh, one of the people accused of harassment. Well, not really accused. Pictures pop up from grabbing titties. Al Franken <laughs> is like, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He said he's resigning from Congress. Yeah. Walking away from his post. Mm-hmm. So at least he's doing the right thing. Yeah. Like I believe probably yeah, like the um, the the party probably came down and said you just gotta walk away. Dude. Mm-hmm. They probably told him he walk probably away. didn't want to leave and shit, but they probably told him like, nah, Al, you gotta go, man. So why is Roy Moore still? But Roy Moore is not um, dropping out at all. He's but you, still, uh, but you have fact, sex. I think he's up in the polls. Yeah. But you had sex with underage girls. Justified it by saying that they did it in the Bible and shit. That's his justification. Well, all of them were fucking young girls in the Bible. So I guess when you you're in court on trial, that's gonna be a that's exhibit. gonna be your the Bible that you swore in. You would say you gonna um start man, turn the page, turn the page, <laughs> Corinthians, whatever, whatever passage yes, is that's here. Your evidence. That's your so, evidence. Yeah, that's gonna be your evidence to like argue the case. You need to have several seats, and this one they was like this comment happened actually maybe in September, October. It happened a couple months back, but it resurfaced now because somebody put it on blast. I know where you're going with the slavery shit. You can't make this shit up. Like I, 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 when I was reading it, I'm like, "Am I being punked?" I still think that I'm being punked because mm-hmm. w- at what point would you think that to say that America, make America great again, was good back then because you had family unity? Yes, it happened during slavery, but it was unity. Time out. Black families, it was no unity. They were taking our families apart. Like, they would sell off, like, they would take you from your husband, sell you away from your husband. They would take your kids, put your kids somewhere else. And then you're there by yourself. Mm-hmm. Your family is being torn apart. As black people, how many of our ancestors got torn apart? That shit happened all the time. How many of them? To the best of my knowledge, that happened all the time. And, I mean, and we have, like, we have literature from um, slave journals. We have history books. Like, although they're trying to whitewash the history books. We have movies that we see, accurate depiction of movies, 12 Years a Slave. Yeah, that was, um, a um, that was based on a true story. Birth of a Nation, yeah. you know, things like that. Uh-huh. Roots, if you want to go old school, Roots. Yeah, Alex Haley. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Like, these are actual, you know, stories that were actually, that happened. I mean, obviously some stuff has changed for cinema purposes, mm-hmm. but... The base of the story is a true story. Yeah, these are real books. Like, these are real. By, um, yeah, um, like Twelve Years a Slave is an actual book. Mm-hmm. Then um, was um, Nat Turner. Nat Turner, the Birth of a Nation, was based on his story. Mm-hmm. These are like real stories that happened. And Alex Haley, his family, because mm-hmm. he traced his uh, lineage mm-hmm. for roots. Yeah, but it's like for you to say that this is when America was great. So 
I ask my conservatives, I challenge you to this. If you want to be like, well, you know, you you just want to bring up slavery, be like, okay, slavery was about, okay, time out. Let's just, let's just remove slavery from that. Let's just say from that era of like the 1840s. We won't even say the, the S word. We won't even say that. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we know how you guys are. You like to call us people snowflakes, but we know who the real snowflakes are. And we'll just leave it at that. But if you want to go back then, let's see. Women didn't have any rights. Yeah, it was a different time back then. Women had no rights. So, like, your husband, um, he could slap you. And he wouldn't be charged with abuse. We talked about your that husband before. could, if he wanted to have sex and you didn't, and he just forced you and pinned you Great. down and mm-hmm. had sex with you without your consent. Your husband could do that. Um, your husband could openly have affairs with other women. Mm-hmm. And like I said, if you came and talked to him about it, you would just like he would just you were dismiss almost you. His property, like you were the, almost the his women property. were almost slaves in a way, like back mm-hmm. then too. Like yeah, like. You probably you couldn't leave the house probably without your husband's permission. No, it's like your and husband. Women couldn't just leave the outside by themselves and shit. Like, where's your husband? Like, it's like I said, so we won't even talk about slavery. So it's like, so you as white women, you had no rights either. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have obviously more rights than us. So you were up higher than you slaves, were higher than but, us, yeah, but you were kind of slaves yourself. So yeah. you were in the same lane as slaves. The and white man <laughs> had complete control over mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, the white man. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, you were. Down on that totem pole, everybody else. So it's like, so if that's what you're saying, that that's what makes America great again, while you're wearing your little red hats, uh, you women, you conservative women out there want to support that, you ain't had no rights either. That's all I'm saying. I don't get why women speak out against women's rights. I don't get that. I remember that was um a big thing in the um headlines, like during, I want to say during the 2012 um election the presidential election during that time mm-hmm. but one of the big issues was um equal pay for women absolutely and i don't get like like by like i guess tg towards women was speaking out against that it's like as a woman why the fuck would you speak against that it's like yeah no we don't deserve equal pay you just like so like um, committed to your party and shit that's all it that, you you're a dumbass that, just call it what it is benefits you you still talk you still talk it. against it yeah like I don't, I don't get that. Like that train of thought. We have a word for that, and it's called stupidity. Yeah. If you're just so committed to one thing, but like we always just said, like you just you're, you're not just a hardcore card carrying conservative, and like even you're when um, thing. even when the other side conflicts with what you say, you're still gonna mm-hmm. ride with that side. It's like, like the thing that conservatives don't like, like the birth control thing. Yeah. Like I said, clearly as a woman, it's, on, um, it's on no that, one's on business that, about what you do. I mean, what you're on buying. that side is like, uh, well, like not you, your business. You women just need to keep your legs closed. Like that's the best. It's not your damn business what somebody it's does. Done. Right? Yeah. It's not your damn business. You got people out there, pedophiles, raping young girls, right more, raping fourteen-year-old, fifteen-year-old girls, young girls, and justifying it. But then you want to go against women? Like, y'all like. Y'all are a different kind of stupid. I'm sorry. Like, if you just support somebody just because, oh, he's a Republican like me, you're a dumbass. I don't support people just because you're a Democrat or whatever. If I don't agree with what they're doing, you're a dumbass. Yeah, I don't I don't consider myself any party. I call myself an independent. I check these candidates. I say, Mm -hmm. okay, like, yeah, what's he on? What's he on? It's like I like to look at the candidates before I make my mind. And what's going to parallel or what's going to be beneficial for your life? Yeah. Because it's not like... Like, how does this benefit it's me? It's not where my, my life is going. Yeah. It's like, where I'm at right now in my current, in my present moment, <laughs> if this is going to affect me in my present moment. So, mm-hmm. I look at what's going to do for me mm-hmm. and my family in our present moment. 
But yeah, though I just couldn't believe that the slavery, slavery. Mm. Yeah, even though it was slavery back then, it was still unity in the family. No, it wasn't. Mm. It was not no unity in the family. For the yeah, white man, it was the about. white man. It was great for you mm. because you had plantations. Which is what they mean when they say right. make America great again. They want to take it back to that. You when tell they, your wife keep your trap shut. You try to talk out about like why it was no such thing as oh we get divorced and I get half. Yeah, that wasn't out. Before that wasn't out the there. Yeah, you wasn't getting half. Like, yeah, you wasn't probably doing that. The sixties is probably when that really like became a thing. Like <laughs> women were like even second class way like you not that long ago. You were home having babies, and that's what you were doing. And then your husband, like I said, I'll bring slavery back into it. Your husband probably had a slave mistress on the side, and then you know you didn't, you know, you couldn't say nothing about it. You just had to just sit there and just mm-hmm. act like, oh yeah, these. Uh, so what are you gonna do? Take half? Like, that yeah, you could. That didn't exist. You just saw these mixed race kids running around that look like your husband. He, but oh yeah, we don't know who the father, father is. Father unknown. Side eye. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know how we do, but you know, the kid's name is TJ Tiki Junior. Tiki Junior. He's like father unknown. Father unknown. But yeah, dumbass. Oh, let's shift gears a little bit, yeah, because that was a little intense right there. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Petty Berry. Petty Berry. Petty Berry. Halle Petty. First of all, on this one, I didn't even know that Halle was involved with Alex the Kid. I didn't even, I did. I don't even remember this I story. saw a blurb about it like a while back. I saw story. a blurb about I, it. If I saw yeah. it, I don't remember. That shows you how much I've been paying attention mm-hmm. to this. It's like. I was like, oh, that's different. When I was like, oh, like, oh, she's dating him. I was like, okay, that's different for her. Yeah, especially he's thirty five and shit. And Hallie's like fifty. 50. Yeah, yeah, she's like fifty one or two or something mm-hmm. like that. Try to get her fucking J Lo on. Get her groove back. <laughs> How Hallie got her groove back? There's the movie there. And Hallie is a nice, and she still is good. She's a nice looking older woman. She still she's looks in that good. phase of her life now. Mm-hmm. She's a nice looking. Like J Lo still looks good. Like I mean, even though J Lo is still hot though. <laughs> but you know, I mean, even I'm though they're sure. around fifty, I mean, yeah. but they still look good. I'm not saying Hallie ain't, but Hallie is moving yeah. to that nice looking older woman category. <laughs> like, I'll put her there now. <laughs> like, niggas my age still fucks with her, but like ain't no nineteen year olds on Halle Berry. Right yeah. Now. So I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah it broke up in the middle of a romantic getaway in Bora, in Bora, Bora which Bora. is crazy as fuck it was like one of the most romantic places on yeah. the planet and shit so obviously that wasn't shit that relationship <laughs> they said that she caught a flight home she told her sister like I got shit, yeah. she just bounced yeah left that nigga there and shit yeah. he didn't leave with her he was still there so was she bored in Bora Bora <laughs> But how do you just leave somebody like you're at this beautiful resort, you're in this tropical paradise, and you're just like, you know what? Yeah, deuces. I, I can't deuces. You, even, you can't even like complete the fucking getaway. No, yeah. you gotta at least complete the getaway. And, even if yeah. you're not gonna be together, it's like um like both neither one of y'all is starving for money and shit. Like you can't mm-hmm. just like yeah even get another room. It's like yeah, like that she she bounced and she shit. bounced That's crazy shit. So okay, I can't be with you. I'm gonna go. I'm book myself my own room. Get another cat. Alley Petty. Alley Petty. Wow. Mm. But yeah, that shit was wild. It's like like I don't even remember them being together and shit. <laughs> and then the way it went down, I'm like that's hilarious, man. Wow. So you got dumped on vacation. That's mm. that's crazy. Like. 
That's the worst, man. Oh my gosh. What his circle is saying. Like, imagine if that was your boy and you balanced the kid. Oh, you'd be clowned. You'd like be clowned like, ah, like, your chick left you. Ah, you know how I do it. I'll still you, nigga. God damn. You ain't shit. <laughs> so, I mean, because it's like you think about you're in a tropical paradise, it's like, you know, it like the something about the ocean and then the air, it just makes you more romantic. So, it's like you guys should have been handling your business. You guys should have yeah, been. Alex should have been tearing that shit up. Yeah, you guys should have been. Mm, you Apparently, know. he wasn't, though. She bounced and shit. So, maybe it wasn't that good. I don't. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to go there, but maybe. Sure, Alex ain't got no stroke game. <laughs> maybe it wasn't that good. Maybe. <laughs> Cause for you to leave in the middle of vacation, I mean, Bora fucking Bora. Like who does that? Exotic. Like how many niggas even know where Bora? Bora is? <laughs> probably like like two people listening <laughs> two to this people? podcast probably even know where that is. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's fucked up, man. So sad. But we gonna pray for you, uh, Alex. Alex <laughs> we gonna pray for you. You even fucked up, right? <laughs> we gonna pray Shout for out you, Bill Duke. You even fucked up. <laughs> we just gonna pray for you, brother. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Want to talk about Charlie Sheen? What did he do? Ah, well, he's um clapping back right now. Oh. You remember we talked about on this podcast allegedly him and um Corey. Oh, Hain Corey Haim that he uh, molested him allegedly. Yeah. Well, he um filed a defamation suit against the National Enquirer Ew. over this Corey Haim allegation. Mm. Charlie saying it never happened. And remember we reported it. I said it's the National Enquirer. National so Enquirer, yeah. Take it with a grain of salt. Like mm-hmm. when I when we reported it, I was like, um, I'll put that disclaimer on there. Mm-hmm. So apparently, yeah, it might be some bullshit to this saying he sodomized a thirteen year old court to Corey Haim. He's um yeah, he's hit them for um cruel and malicious. He sued him for defamation and um as a public figure, he has to prove um they published the story with malice, is what it says. So, mm, yeah. So we're going to follow that one. And he's been around a long time, so he knows how law works and all mm-hmm. that. And, you know, because he's a seasoned vet as far as celebrity. Oh, yeah, Charlie's like, so he's he been, he ain't, he ain't new to the game. So, like, you know how it is. If somebody puts out a story about you that you know isn't true, and then you just say, hey, you just look, get him. You know, you tell mm-hmm. your attorney, sick him. Yeah, and then you know they'll retract because I mean I've seen TMZ retract that. And TMZ yeah, is like TMZ, they're, they're good about and like they're um, they're pretty good at they're fact credible. They're credible. When they, when they source do fuck up, time. they admit it. They do. Like they will like be like, hey, like mm-hmm. you know we screwed up. But National Enquirer is like they're known for me making up shit. Yeah. It's like <laughs> that's what they're known pregnant for. Pregnant with an alien's baby. It's yeah. like what? <laughs> Inquiring <laughs> they, minds want to know. They do those things. Yeah, they're known for that shit too. So. If you uh, want to talk about clapbacks, did you see uh, Sharon Reed's clapback? You know Sharon Reed. Uh, she's a journalist in Atlanta. Mm-mm. And um, she responded to Kathy. I think the lady's name was Kathy Ray. It's uh, it's hilarious. Like You got to watch I it. I was going to say Kathy Griffin. That would have been no, Kathy Ray was the lady's name. And she basically sent um, an email saying that, um, that Sharon Reed was a race baiter and this and that. And she tried to call her a nigger in the email, but she spelled it Niger. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking country in Africa. Yeah, bitch. she spelled it Niger. <laughs> and then um, Sharon just gave the classiest clap back. And she gave all the, you know, like she put her hands together. You know how black when we put our hands together, like what you're not going to do to me. you not going to. She had her. And then at the end of it, she was like, and that's all I'm going to say. And the way she looked in the camera, she did the sister, you know, the... Mm-hmm. But look like, bitch, you tried it. Like, I'm at work, but I'm going to 
I'm going to take the high road, but know this. If I wasn't at work, <laughs> you know what you would have got if I wasn't at work. But it was a very classy clapback. But she was like, you thought it was okay to call me a nigger in 2017. You thought that was appropriate. Mm. But you say I'm race baiting. But the first thing you say is, if I'm pointing out something, then you call me a nigger. Not cool. Like, not cool at all. Like, that shouldn't be your first insult. If we disagree about something, you just shouldn't be like, Nope, you just shouldn't just yell that out to me. It's like, so that means that you always, that's what you thought about oh, me. Fucking tiki toy. Right, that's what you thought about me. You know, yeah. that's the only answer that you can come up with, is all I'm saying. And then, uh, if we do want to still stay with uh, people trying to turn the clocks back a little bit and not and make America great again, and not, you know. Think before you speak, my thing. Like, when you just come out, you just say stuff. Good Morning America got in trouble. Uh-oh. Twitter went in on them. Like, mm-hmm. and, you, and you know Black Twitter. <laughs> Black Twitter. I love Black Twitter. Tell me Michael Strahan said something dumb. No, Good Morning America. They put out a tweet. Okay. Um, I was about to say, he, he's not in the sunken place. You got me fired up for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not in the sunken place. <laughs> Not that I know if he's not okay, in the second yeah, place. Yes, Michael, I haven't heard any bullshit to test his name yet. No, but um, as we said last week about uh, Meghan Markle, she's engaged to uh, Prince Harry. Yeah. And, you know, it's the upcoming nuptials. Um, she's your She's technically going to be a duchess. That's what they said her tire would be. But, you know, we still like, she's going to be princess. You know, it's like black she's people. She's Duchess to be. <laughs> we'll remix it, yeah. But she's still she's still gonna marry into the royal family, which is pretty, pretty fucking phenomenal, pretty phenomenal, pretty awesome. But good, Mar- good morning, America. On their tweet, they put out they put for many black women, Meghan Markle's engagement offers hope. They use they, they in that word too. What? No, that was that was the what? That was the Obama campaign in two thousand eight. It's hope, like yeah, what? The bad choice of words, first of all. For many black women, her engagement offers hope. Where do I start with that's wrong? At first well, of all, I started with mine. Like first of all, using the word hope, like it, nah. First of all, assuming assuming that black women don't get married is very stereotypical. Black women are getting married all the time. Mm-hmm. They are. Like, being like, oh, this offers hope. Why don't you just say for many women, just leave it general. Women, okay, you to me the prince too. Why Why not Why not just leave it generic? Why do you have to say black women that black women you can't aspire to? No, like, that, it's just the yeah, whole phrase, it was just, it was just all the way screwed up and then of course black twitter like went all the way in on them yeah i totally missed this fucking story (laughs) about megan markle's engagement offering hope for black women that we too can find a prince Mm -hmm. and we too can marry well Mm -hmm. and we too can marry period that's just what i got out the whole thing which is false i mean the whole thing is just false like let's not do that let's keep the positivity going let's keep you know what did Black Twitter do? You got any examples or whatever? <laughs> uh, they were just going in. Just they was like, they were just in, in general going in, being like, y'all duh. You know, they just was like, like what the fuck? <laughs> like most of those. Okay. Yeah, Black Twitter was just going. If you guys want to follow that, you guys can. I'm sure you guys can follow. Well, let's stay that. on relationships talk. This um, shout out to my homegirl Katrina. 
um, from Crawford Broadcasting. Oh, okay. On her social media, she's been circulating. Well, this she put this this um, meme up. It's been circulating, but she um posted a question and um it got a huge response. Like probably over 150 people responded. So oh. I said I got to bring it to the podcast and um, oh. get your reaction to it. Is um she makes fifteen thousand dollars a picture of a couple. Yeah, she makes fifteen thousand dollars a year. He makes sixty thousand a year. They live together, and the rent and bills are thirty five hundred monthly. She wants him to pay all of it. Is she right or wrong? Like, what do you think? This is a discussion you have to have before you guys move in together. First of mm. all, because money is the biggest factor in why relationships. One, I feel number one. What, I feel money is one. Survey says, ding. Money is the one, one reason. Yeah. And then I feel obviously like infidelity, like that's like a close that's second. That's two, a close second. Money's one. Most couples fail because of money. But financial is something that you need to discuss with your partner before you even live together. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing you need to discuss because if you honestly are trying to be like a couple and you want to take it to the point where like maybe we want to get married one day, or even if you never want to get married, but you want to be. You want to be. You want to be an item. You want to be partners. Your couple. Your your person is your partner. So it's not his sixty thousand in the pot. It's not your fifteen thousand in the pot. You guys have seventy five thousand dollars together. Y'all make seventy five thousand together as a couple. That's how it should be, but um, you know that's not how. That's how it should be. The money that all goes is in the same pot, Mm -hmm. and you guys have to decide at this point. How you guys are going to go at this? Obviously, if she's only making fifteen, like expecting her to come up with half of, like let's say their rent is, well, they said the total bills are thirty five hundred for the total. Yeah. So I mean, so obviously the rent is probably at least like twelve hundred. I would say twelve fifteen hundred. Just I was gonna say yeah, somewhere it. like between fifteen and two grand. I yeah. So I'm sure that the rent is like that, it's yeah. a higher rent, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. which rents are high now mm-hmm. and. It would be like okay, you had to come up with seven fifty of the rent. You ain't making fifteen thousand. It's like okay, that's kind of unfair to her. But it's like him paying all of the stuff. Mm. Okay, what are you doing then? My take on it. Um, what like, I what, responded. What, you know, what are you doing then? I'm gonna read you my exact response that I put on her page. Mm-hmm. I said the real question should be um, how do they lower their bills from thirty five hundred a month? Because it seems like they live in a bit out of their means. Is um, yeah, even at sixty grand, it's like thirty five hundred dollar bills per month. That's a lot. That's kind of yeah, high. Kind of high. Um, technically, um, you, like ideally, we're supposed to live on fifty percent of what you make. Of your money, yeah, you're supposed to live off. 50%. They have the rule, um, the the fifty thirty twenty rule. Yeah, it's yeah. Like mm-hmm. you live off fifty, save um, save thirty, invest twenty, something like that. I don't know what the um. Save twenty, invest thirty. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. save twenty. That's what I said, didn't I? Yeah. Save twenty. I don't fucking know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 50, 50, 30, 50, 30 20, 20, 20, Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like you're supposed to live off fifty. And like you obviously over that. And then you, you have to be out. like sixty thousand gross. That's gross income. Mm-hmm. And your net is always different than your gross. Real mm-hmm. talk. Because after they take away deductions, insurance, insurance, 401k, and then like you got to pay these fucking thirty five hundred dollar bills mm-hmm. after all of that shit. Yeah. So that's what I said. Like, they should try to find a way to lower the bills. That was my response. My response and is that. And most of the guys, of course, when is like, well, she got to bring her share. And then, like, some the chicks were split on this. It's like, they were like, well, um, 
the man is supposed to lead and like that. It was like it was split like the women's response, but yeah. My thing is you guys need to you guys need to have a conversation before you even move in. That's my thing. You have your conversation and then you look and you find out how to lower in bills. And I agree with you with that too, because that is kind of high, the thirty five hundred. If you can lower your bills and live below your means, because that's the best way. If you live below your means, then you have that's more money. That's how real wealth comes about. Yeah, you have more money to like to play with. At least in the beginning, you live below your means till you can get like uh-huh. on that level. Then you can start living it up. Because you can play with your money. You can uh, like you take in five hundred dollars to invest isn't a big thing because uh-huh. you have five hundred dollars extra. Versus okay, if you the thirty five. I like, have this yeah, expensive you, rent. You living check to check is like you. What do you have left to invest right. at the end of that? Because I know a lot of people who are like who make decent money, but like they're living check to check because they're like at the end yeah, of the month. Yeah, because like uh, they don't have in that, um, in that equation, the sixty is um that's a good living. Yeah, it is. It's like, but um, with thirty five hundred month bills, that's that's check to check almost. Yeah, <laughs> like, it is. After everything with um taxes and all of um your bills and everything, like you probably got like. Like a couple hundred left at the end of the mm-hmm. month. Like, yeah, so you're living check to check. So should an emergency arise and it's like you're just mm-hmm. gonna be like, Oh shit, if an emergency arises. Mm-hmm. Which emergencies happen. Yeah. We talked about this in the beginning of the podcast, but Absolutely. you know, I gotta pay a deductible, but I mean mm-hmm. I'm good, you know, but yeah, so I mean that's something that's always gonna be a discussion of people are always going to be at opposite ends on stuff like that. Yeah. And me personally, I've always been the type where um I don't mind being. In fact, I prefer like being the major breadwinner, like mm-hmm. in my household. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I've um when I I was engaged recently, which I've talked about on the podcast, right? And at the time, um when um my fiance moved in with me, she quit her job, right? So I was the only one working during that time mm-hmm. when she moved in with me. Mm-hmm. So, cause that's that. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, like, like as long as we have, as long as our bills are covered and everything. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. the type of like, yeah, well, you gotta bring something to the table. Like, someday just be on that. That's just never <laughs> been me. That has never been like, you. It's like, like me, like if um, like if we're struggling, of course, I'm like, hey, you need to go get a job. And say, yeah. yeah. But if like mm-hmm. all our bills are covered and like we good, it's like I'm like, I don't mind. Yeah, you relax. Like, I got this. Mm-hmm. A lot of cats don't think like that. And I have nothing against like the whole relaxed thing. As long as like my disclaimer is, is that don't be a jerk about it because it's like, I know like some husbands who do be like, they don't want their wives to work or their like, or some men that they don't want their women or whatever to work. Yes, with but uh, with me, it was totally up to else. It was up to her, but, but some guys like, but then like they put that jerk thing above it where like they have that jerk clause where they feel like, okay, well, I can do whatever I want to do because I'm bringing be all the money. Because you're the and it's like, and that's yeah. what I, that's my thing that I don't you like. You out here wild and they say, what you going to do? What yeah, you going to do? And that's one thing that I don't like. That's why I'm like, you put yourself kind of in a box when you do that. Like, if you just give... You put all of your trust into this Into guy, your man. Like, and then if he's out there... happens, you kind of fuck up. Doing everything, which is why I'm like, I always say, have your own stuff, ladies, too. Be able to... Be able to take if, care if, of yourself. This shit don't work out, be, be able, able to take care of yourself, ladies. Like, yeah. Just in case this shit it's don't nothing work wrong out. with having a partner. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Having, like, you know, your partner is supposed to make you better. Mm-hmm. Your partner is supposed to make you better. But it's like if you, if you and your partner ain't not even on the same page, if y'all ain't even in the same book, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because people are not even in the same book, yeah. you know, then you need to be able to take care of yourself because that's the worst thing you can do is like stay in a relationship 
where you're not happy. The only reason you're there is because you don't have any other you don't options. You have any options. Because the money ain't right. So, the money yeah, ain't like, right. If you if you leave, there's a, a chance you might be homeless. And like, then you're and then you're staying for the air quote for the kids. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people stay for the kids, and yeah, it's like that's true. you know like don't stay for those reasons. Like be able to have an option to have a plan B, a plan C. You know, be able mm-hmm. to have that. You know, you're just in case. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. What do women call that? Bad money or some shit? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you man, have your plan too. Just have something that you know, like it could be something even as small as um, like I know women who are stay-at-home moms, but let's say that you're an excellent baker. You could start a baking business mm-hmm. on the side. And who Aisha Curry in this right? And who knows? Well, that's like, a bad example. Yeah, because her husband is worth a lot of money. Yeah, million dollars. Her husband, contract, so. and I even count his Under Armour money. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say that. Yeah, be Aisha Curry. Like, no. First of all, you got to be with Steph. Curry. You got to be with and Steph Curry with the shop yeah, boy. <laughs> and they've been together since they're ten years, so it's like their whole situation is like a different scenario. He's second generation, so he hey, came second, from he money. Came from money. His father was rich and shit, so yeah, it's not like they ever struggled. And then she was, and then she was an actress, like yeah. you know, so like she she came from money too, like she was an actress. Her parents, I forgot what her parents did, but her parents did well financially because they travel in the same circle. So for you to meet, probably be, met a Jack and Jill. Right. So for you to meet for somebody, those that don't know Jack, that's the bougie, the bougie black, black, black group. Put their kids in Jack and, <laughs> Jack and Jill. Jill. That's what blacks do. <laughs> <laughs> so like, priest, they probably met in Jack and Jill right. when they were kids. <laughs> so they know each other. Just made that up. I don't know if either of them were ever in that organization. So it's a bad example. It's funny to say though. Right. It's a bad example to say them. But um, but that is one example. Like if um. If I say you're a baker, you know, you're a good baker, you know, you can start your own baking business. Well, now with um the web being everything, like, you're, you're a good blogger. You're a good yeah, blogger. Yeah, yeah, you can write or um mm-hmm. make YouTube videos. Make videos. There's all kinds of shit that um, you can do. You know how hair. to do hair. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all type of stuff that you can do where if you're a stay-at-home mom, that mm-hmm. like, hey, like, I have a talent outside of me just being a wife and a mm-hmm. mother. I can do X, Y, Z, and then that can turn to a possible business. So, you know, so then you can open up your business. So that way it's not, um, it's not you just a hundred percent being like, okay, I just have to just rely on my husband, husband but it's like, and then even make him be like, Oh, okay. I see you. Like, you know, like, whereas he is the primary breadwinner, obviously still, but then you bring something to the table. And then it's a healthy thing for you because you're getting your outlet. You know, you have your outlet because just staying around the house and just, I mean, you might feel kind of... Ultimately, I think that's know, what killed my um, relationship because, like, she would be in that house a lot In the house by herself. By herself and like, oh, yeah. Cabin I'm fever. And shit. Yeah. And she, like, got some cabin fever and, like, would, yeah, of course, like, was she going to reach out to me? Mm-hmm. So now you're, like, blowing my shit up, like, while well, I'm trying to get work done. trying to get work done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think probably part of there's a lot of others. That's part of it mm-hmm. because she wasn't working at the time. Because you have to have an outlet. You do. Mm-hmm. You have to have your outlet. Like whether it be like I know somebody. Uh, she's mostly a stay at home mom, but she's a Zumba instructor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know someone who does okay. that. Yeah. Right. So it's like you have a talent that you can do if you want to teach yoga. Like you might be a yogi, teach yoga class. And we know another. Um, I think she's a stay at home mom, but she um she's an author. Like she wrote her book and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like buy my book in her fucking name and shit on yeah. the social media. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. So yeah. It's like she's yep. a stay at home mom. Yeah, she's well. a stay at home mom. I know somebody who does like the balloon business. Like she like makes like the balloon arches, balloon decoration. She does like mm-hmm. the decoration. Her business is booming now. 
And these are all women who are stay-at-home moms, but their husbands carry the bulk of the, you know, the finances, but they still have their one, outlet. Um, one of my former they coworkers, have his wife, um, she runs a nonprofit organization. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. We're just saying, just have the outlet. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to go out and like be like, I'm gonna go and be a cashier and Macy's. I'm gonna say you have to do that, but just like, have an um, outlet. Eddie Murphy joked about that in Raw. <laughs> Raw. get a job at a boutique. Here's seventy dollars. Here's seventy dollars. Now we got three hundred million and seventy dollars. <laughs> yeah. Well, I say you have to do that, but just have the outlet where mm-hmm. you can have that, where you're not like, okay. And I'm just mom, and I'm just wife. Yeah, like, your identity should be other than being somebody's wife or somebody's mom. I mean, we saw Love and Basketball. Uh, with, like, um, Alfred, Alfred Wood. Yeah, because, like, she the had... The part in that movie and shit was at the very beginning. When he told like, the iron uh, both the shirts. Said, which one do you like, the white one or the, the yellow one? She's like, oh, um, uh, she had the yellow. He's like, won't you just iron them both, bitch? <laughs> He didn't say the bitch part, but that's what it felt like. He said, you and I and them both, just, just in, in case. case. Yeah, I might want to wear that one. So iron them both. And then he just gets After she says one she liked better, he's like, he just dismissed that. He said, yeah. well, fuck it, iron them both. both. <laughs> and then he just gives her the kiss. And she's like, all right, thank you, honey. You're the best. And guess what? That bitch ironed both of them. Too. And then her face just looked like. <laughs> her daughter is both looking like. Like. <laughs> Such a fucking doormat. Like have a spine, you know. Like her daughter was looking her like disgusting. (laughs) Yeah, because it was Regina Hall and Sonale. Then were the daughters. Were the daughters, yeah. Yeah. And they they like sisters for real. (laughs) And she like their mama. Like they all look alike. Yeah, but they just looked at her and just shook the head, (laughs) and that's all they had to do. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it's a new day. It's a it's a new day. It's a new era. You know, like let's let's put some of this. You know, like, we're about progress. That's what we're talking about. A lot of this podcast has been about just progress, just moving Mm -hmm. forward. You just want to just keep it going with the moving forward. Um, Speaking of something that, uh, this is a story I don't know if you saw, you probably did, but it shocked me that I'm like, maybe something is finally starting to catch up. As I said earlier, the tide might be turning. Mm. It might be Michael Slager. Mm. You know who that is? What's up? He shot an unarmed black man by the name of Walter Scott, former police officer. Yeah. And he was sentenced to 20 years in jail. I remember the Walter Scott story. He got sentenced to 20 years in jail. Okay, yeah. And then he tried to, he tried the, uh... I didn't remember the victims, and I remember Walter Scott, I remember the victim, yeah, but you didn't remember the officer's name. Michael Slager, he got convicted, and he tried to play the... I fear for my life. But you shot him in the back while he was running away. Mm-hmm. If somebody is running away from you, how do you fear for your story. life? Like, why did you shoot him in the back? I do remember How that. do you fear for your you life if somebody is story. running away? Mm-hmm. I mean, running away means that they're getting away from you. Why are you f- afraid for your life? Mm-hmm. They're not running towards you with a machete. They're not running towards you with a gun. And I get um, as an officer, maybe you want to apprehend them, but you don't shoot anybody in the fucking back to apprehend them. Right. Like, so mm-hmm. you fire a warning shot or something like mm-hmm. that. You don't shoot anybody in the back. That means you were shooting to kill. To them. kill you with the intent to in kill. The back. That's not a warning shot. And then he tried to cry the tears and this and that, but it didn't work. They was like, nope, you got 20 years. And I was like, wow. So maybe the tide is finally turning to get, you know, yeah. some accountability because why we kneel? Why we kneel? See? It's because of this. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side... Philip Brailsford was found not guilty in his verdict. 
he shot and killed an unarmed man, Daniel Shaver. Mm. Daniel Shaver was a white man. Philip Brailsfield is a white man also. So it was a white. It wasn't a race thing. Because um, that's what um, it wasn't a race I, I think thing. statistically, even though like the headlines dominate with the um, unarmed um, blacks getting shot, I think mm-hmm. statistically um, white the, the white cops shoot more white guys. I think just because it's way more white. Yes, yeah, more white people. And most police shootings are like white cops shooting white guys. Yeah, if you, but if you the break, vast majority. Yeah, yeah but if you break it down, report because like we're only thirteen percent of the population, yeah. so like our so it, it, percent it, it is higher. More, yeah, it stings think, more yeah, because it's less of as far us. As like raw numbers, like like. Probably 90% of police. Yeah, their like raw numbers are higher, but then when you break it down the further to like the percentages, because we make up so small the population, mm-hmm. that's why it's like you would have to. a bigger story when the, You would have to adjust it, right? Guy. You have to adjust the numbers. I think um, probably, like, probably right now it's probably a bunch of white cops somewhere shooting white mm-hmm. guys. <laughs> that's just like but how the it fact is. that, um, and I watched the video, like I didn't post it on my Facebook, I just gave my thoughts to the video because I was like, I didn't want to post the video because like it was a murder. Mm. Cause a guy, he was clearly yeah. I never, I never post any of this shit on my social he media. He was, I guess, I just posted like my comment. Videos. Yeah, yeah, I post like what yeah, I, and I, said, well, I'm I even not, post the story. And I I'm said, like, I'm not yeah, gonna like, put man, the video. Man, y'all heard up. about this as fuck. I'm not yeah. putting a link to the fucking video. Yeah, I was like, I'm not stuff. putting the video up that. because um, it was a murder. Dan, Dan, Daniel Shaver, he was a guy. Uh, he worked for Walmart, I believe, and he was supposed to come in for pest control. I think he was supposed to come in to shoot um birds mm-hmm. that were in the store because like we I remember when I used to work at Jewel like we had someone come in because uh it was like birds had gone in the store and then they had to like get the birds out yeah, whatever out. and we I remember when we had somebody come in they do have like an air rifle that they have to use you gotta get them out you gotta get them out I've seen birds and um ultra food before yeah because they um, get in because like you know the automatic doors they don't mm-hmm. close quick so like bird is just flying and then in, even if like you're that. like uh coming in with, through receiving like bringing stuff in they can just fly right in through yeah, receiving through the docks there, yeah. yeah through there mm-hmm. but um they were saying that um that he was in his hotel room because he was supposed to go to walmart the next day to do the um to get the birds out where so he already had his rifle with him he had mm-hmm. his air rifle and then I guess somebody in the swim pool saw his oh, air rifle, and, shit, yeah. and then they uh, called the police, which, okay, I get. If you see somebody and you think that you see somebody with a gun, especially with these shootings that's been happening, mm-hmm. I get calling the police because as a patron of the hotel, you're concerned for your safety. I get that. Mm-hmm. But then the trigger-happy cop that showed up, Philip Brailsford, in the whole video, and he had on a body cam, in the whole video... He just keeps on yelling at the guy and like, uh, cause like he comes out of his hotel because first a girl comes out and then they like, get out! It's like they're like SWAT ready. Uh huh. And then he comes out and they're like, get out! And they're like yelling. And then the guy keeps on saying, him, if you don't follow my exact commands, I'm gonna kill you. You're gonna, you're gonna die. He just kept on saying that to him. You're gonna die. And somebody keeps on saying to you, you're gonna die. If you don't do everything I say, you're gonna die. If you don't do everything I say, you're gonna die. And he was just giving him all like, these different crazy commands like, okay, get down your knees, cross your legs, cross your, no, I said cross your left foot over your right foot, put your arms in the air, crawl them. And he was just giving him all these different crazy commands. And the guy was clearly drunk. You could tell he was intoxicated. Mm-hmm. So if somebody is yelling at you and you're drunk and um, he was trying to crawl to him and what it looked like on the video it looked like he was just trying to pull up his pants because his pants kept on falling down. Probably and when didn't he, have a belt on. And when he reached to pull up his pants, then he shot him five times. Mm-hmm. And he was unarmed. But the fact is that you had, and it was like in the back and all this, like the mm-hmm. way that he was shot. Kill shots. It was kill shots. 
And it's like when you had him on the ground, he was on the ground with his legs crossed and his hands were on his head. The guy had backup too. The guy with the body that you weren't by yourself. Why didn't you just slowly approach and handcuff him? Mm-hmm. You had him on the ground. His hands were on his Especially head. If you had backup. You and you had backup. Wrestle him to the ground. Man. He was already on the he, ground. I mean, even if you will say hypothetically, if the dude was Vietnam resistant, it's like um, if you got backup, it's like ten cops. You could wrestle the dude to the ground. So why was he even shot? That's like my thing. And then after he was shot, it's like. You just stepped over him and just left him in the hallway. And then you try to get in his room and then y'all dumbasses can't even work the key card to even get in the damn room. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need training first to like first work, work a fucking see, key that's card. That's what you need first. Like, this cop needs training. <laughs> you need that. that. Like, but who shoots this guy? Like, I was just disgusted watching the video. I was completely disgusted. And then the fact that the judge... He didn't allow the body cam footage to be admitted. Uh, he um, suppressed the evidence. What the fuck is the point of the body cam if I can't use it in court? So now I got nothing. Like, as the lawyer, yeah, you got nothing. But on the flip side, I bet that if it was a person, if he was coming with you with a knife and, like, you know, coming at you and then, you know, and then you shot him, I bet that evidence would have got in. If the guy had a weapon and he was, like, coming at him with a weapon, you know they would have admitted it. Well, look, he, he had a weapon. He was coming at me and I feared for my life. But, I mean, he got off not guilty mm. with the verdict. That's crazy. And when mm. we saw the footage get released, everybody's mouth just went. Mm. That's a murder. I haven't seen it. I got um, to probably will check it out. It was a murder. It was a murder. So, you know what I'm saying? One instance, like I said, we saw the guy, Michael Slager, get the 20 years for killing an arm. But, like, man, but now we see uh, Philip Brailsford right? killing an unarmed white man, and he got off. So I'm like, maybe we have to, like, now we can maybe just throw that out the window that, why you got to focus so much on, why does it have to be Black Lives Matter? No, it's cops are not doing their job. They're not doing their jobs, and that's the problem. So maybe this can... Hashtag better police training. Yeah, maybe this can show, like, I mean, it's unfortunate and sad because this guy, he had two kids, I believe, down Shaver. He was married with two children, so it's like... It's sad that his children have to grow up without their father. And the way that they Especially lost the their father, it's very sad. So it's like maybe we can use this now as it was never a black or white issue. Why we kneel is because of this. Unarmed, it's a police issue. It's a police issue. Unarmed shooting of civilians. How many more civilians have to die before we have to address? You have to start from the top and work your way all the way down. Let's start with these commissioners. Let's start with these chiefs. Let's start with them. Like, we need to start with that, get the training, get these people the training that they need so they can make better decisions where it's not like, okay, the person breathed. The person put out an asthma pump. I fear for my life. So I just shot him. That was an asthma pump. We've seen that happen before. People get killed for the craziest things. We've seen it happen. Yeah. So we need to do better. Mm. Ready to wrap this up? Kids? Yes. Close out on an intense note a little bit. Yes. It's all good. This is truly going to make America great again. If we do the stuff that we yeah, need to do. The, the real. Not, this is not real. Not fucking hat and shit. Not like, the fake news. Fix, fixing the police is what's going to make America <laughs> Yes. Great. Get them proper training. And mm-hmm. But um, appreciate each and every one of you supporting Not Another Damn Podcast. We do. We yeah. do. And um, do these four things for us. Subscribe, share, rate, Rate, review. review.
can find us on iTunes or any of your favorite podcast apps. We're right there. Not another damn podcast. Our picture will pop yes, up. Yes, <laughs> you can also like the Facebook page for Not Another Damn Podcast. Go mm-hmm. give that a like. And you can follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram and Twitter, Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook, plus Ozman the Wizard on SoundCloud and the Oz Radio Mix Cloud as well. Check out all of that. Mm-hmm. And you can check me out, MSIMH626, on Instagram and Twitter mm-hmm. for my personal. And then I have my straight gully, S C R A G U L E Y 1 on Twitter, mm-hmm. S C R A G U L E Y 7 on Instagram. And if you follow my Instagram still, I'm from posting my pregnancy progress, 22 weeks, mm-hmm. spaghetti squash. Woo! Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what spaghetti squash is. I'll with it now. <laughs> It's a full form baby. It's just going to get bigger. It's what's going on with me. <laughs> I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. We will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. I'm gone.